I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, it's Rashan, the co-founder of Dope Black Women. And on this week's episode, we're going to be talking about what it's like turning 25. Woo! You're so annoying. (laughs) so this week guys i'm joined by two of my closest ever friends that i met um where did we meet again that i met at secondary school so for people to understand who your voices are can you just say your name yeah my name's Aaliyah, and i'm tash and i'm tash that's right my two closest friends tasha and Aaliyah. so guys when we start the podcast and we have guests on yeah we always ask them this question so I want to bring it to Aaliyah first because I feel like Tasha will say she wants time to think so the question is what makes you a dope black woman um my resilience I would say um like I can I can literally alchemize or transmute like anything negative into something positive um and I think that's like my if I could be a like a superwoman and I had a superpower I would keep the same power that I have now in real life um, so yeah, I would say my resilience is what makes me a dope black woman. I love that. Man said if I could be a super, have a superpower, I'd keep the same power now. I said, okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Go on, Tash. What's, what would you say makes you a dope black woman? I'm probably going to say my drive. Like, just always sort of being a go-getter and nothing's ever like the finishing point. There's always more to do and, and sort of always having the motivation and the, the drive to to get bigger and better things as well. Mm. I was gonna say something bare corny, but I'll leave it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go on, Chan. Say it. Obviously, those are skills skill sets that you have, but something that you both overlap on. You're both very, very, extremely like un- understanding people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's actually mm-hmm. very rare to come across. There's actually not a lot of people that that can see beyond their own perspective. And actually have the ability yeah. to understand it. Some people will be like, yeah, like, I'll listen to what they've got to say, but they're always going to stick to their own narrative. Like, they list, they talk mm-hmm. to respond and not talk to understand. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's something you guys both do really well that mm-hmm. stands out from a lot of people that I, I know. But to be your friend, you got to be fucking understand. <laughs> Are you rude? <laughs> What's that meant to mean, bitch? <laughs> Oh, my Hello? Oh, I said, what's that meant to mean? What's that meant to mean? Sorry. Well, look, everyone has their quirks, me included. So you probably also have to be understanding to be my friend. So don't, it's not a personal attack. No, <laughs> no, I don't yeah, like how you said it and you and both laughed. I don't understand that it's some sort of conspiracy. It's the way that because when she first started talking, I thought, yeah, she's going to say something really like, you know... Right. <laughs> Whatever. They just came with like straight shade. <laughs> She's very rude. She's actually very fucking rude. Uh, funny. Yeah. So as we were saying off mic, like recently, well, the reason why we're doing this conversation is because we've all collectively been doing a lot of reflecting. And I felt like it would be good to kind of start backwards because the age range of people listening span from like 
18 up until plus 40. Do you get what I mean? Or 40 mm-hmm. plus rather. So I was going to ask you guys, what advice do you think you would give to your 18 year old self knowing what you know now? Because I think, yeah, when I was 18, I was a typical girl in that I thought I, re- I really thought I was a big woman. Like I really mm-hmm. thought I knew what I did. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I now realise that every time I get older, every time I like maybe skip four years, skip six years or whatever, I realised I, I still didn't know what I thought I knew then. Do you get what I mean? So even at like mm. 21 or 22, I thought I was a big woman then. And now I'm like, Shan, you really wasn't. I feel like realising that we're all just still out in a child that's like bursting to come out. And how we are as children gets blocked with different societal pressures, pressures where we grow up. Um, influences from other people like there's so many factors that create the identity or form the ego which is mainly how we show up in the world today and I feel like actually becoming an adult is actually just the journey of getting close to your inner child which is also getting close to your truth Mm. does that make sense Mm -hmm. because your inner child was always true you wouldn't you wasn't programmed when you was a child to pretend to be a certain way when you're in certain mm. environments. You was just mm. you was just a child being free. There was no one telling you that something wasn't possible. You could say as a child, oh, mom, I was a superhero in my dream. Your mum would agree with you. Do you get what I'm saying? It's true. And then, and then you grow up and then you get told no's and you get told you can't and you get told yeah. things are impossible. And then also we're black women. So that's a whole nother story in itself. Do you get what I'm saying? So... I just feel like actually adulting is just getting close to your inner child and being comfortable to be your inner child inner child in the real world. Yeah, I think that's interesting actually because my mum, as you guys know, has her own business. And when she tells her story of how she got there, she speaks a lot about how her mum doubted her starting her own business. So I just Mm. find it interesting because if she was younger and she was like six and she was like, I want to own my own business. Like my mum would have been like, yeah, you can do that. Go for it. But when you get older, it's like people find it more easier to like shut your dreams down definitely um I'll probably say know who you are and know that it's enough because I think even going on to like Aaliyah's point like just like societal pressures that you go through growing up in life like it dims who you are and Mm. you know if you have certain negative experiences you sometimes might think that I am who I am, but it wasn't good enough for X, Y, and Z, or I need to be more like this or more like that, when really you just need to be your true self and live your life, you know, as as your truth. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I think I definitely relate to that. What I would have said was, um, you create your own story and nobody nobody defines you or that. And it links to what you were saying about being authentic, because... It's something I've been talking to myself a lot about recently. I've always thought that I was authentic and always thought I knew who I was and am. And I don't think that changes, but I think there's like, there's almost like a level to authenticity. Do you get what I mean? And I feel like there's lots of things I haven't done because I've been scared to do it. And it's not been to do with, it's not been to do with me. Like I'm not afraid of failure, but the idea of people watching me fail and then using that to capitalize of that in whatever, whatever, way I find that scary I find that uncomfortable but it's yeah. only recently where I've got the confidence to be like but it doesn't matter like who the fuck cares do you get what mm-hmm. I mean whereas before there's bit like if I if I was if I had the energy I have now at 21 I'd probably be doing what I, I'm doing now at 21 do you get what I mean because I would have had the confidence but when mm-hmm. I was younger I talked my out, myself out of so many things because I felt like that couldn't be me yeah yeah and that comes with age though isn't it like you say like the older you get the more you sort of have that 
well, fuck it, actually, I'm going to do it because I want to do it anyway, not because mm. someone told me that I can't do it or because if I do it, I'll be seen as X, Y, and Z. It's more like the older you get, the more you think it's my life and I'm going to live it how I want to live it. And that's what the gag is, because like Rishan said, like when you are 16, 17, 18, facts, we thought, I can speak for the three of us, we thought we were big, big people walking down from that school every day at 4 p.m., getting home on time. We thought we was big people. And then it's like when you actually realise that actually you get closer to yourself through every experience. Every experience is self-discovery or a lesson on in some way, shape or form, which is still connecting the dots. And I've actually come to the conclusion that I don't know if there'll actually be a day where I can fully say, I like I know myself, of course, to a certain extent, but will I ever truly know myself? I don't know if this mm. world will ever allow me to. Do you get what I'm saying? Per, like, really? And I also feel like there's we're going to be experiencing things for the rest of our life. It's the journey. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, whilst self-mastery is definitely a, a drive, a driving force for me and why I am so, so self-aware and why I do try to hold myself accountable and why I do try to just be conscious in general, I just feel like um, ultimately, will we ever like, fully get to that moment where we're like yup I know who I am it's not possible but don't you think that's a scary thought as well like will I ever really truly know myself for me that sounds a bit it's scary like if I if I don't know myself who who am I it's exciting because then if you put yourself back into the childlike Tasha Mm. childlike Tasha wouldn't have been scared of adult Tasha Mm. And I guess as kids we we're more malleable, wasn't it? Like I'm sure I told you, Tash. I'm sure I told you this that I asked my little sister, "What does she want to be when she's older?" And she was like, "I want to be a rapper." Yeah. I asked her the other day, "What do you want to be?" She said, "I want to be a rapper." Then I asked her again the other day, and she said something completely different. And it's like because you're not confined to anything, you do have that freeness to just change. Mm. Whereas, like even today, I was talking to someone, and I was like, "Shit!" Like I feel like I'm doing good career-wise, but I wanna, I wanna be, I wanna be. I want to be defined for something. I want someone to know Rashan is sick at X and know exactly what that is. Do you get what I mean? But it's like, that's not actually how we was designed to be. But I just feel like I have to be in, in, I have to be in that way. But something you said that's quite interesting, yeah? You said about like, not knowing, not knowing yourself. And I feel like going to therapy, yeah? Whether you have something you feel like you need to go over or not go over. But I actually feel like therapy is a great way to get to know yourself. Like, what was I watching the other day? Oh, Insecure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can watch <laughs> Finally, you see how oh. Molly goes to therapy. And when she goes, she doesn't really go for a reason. But she yeah. ends up going. Yeah. In fact, this is a perfect example. It's a perfect example. Molly just randomly went. Her friend told her to go. She didn't really feel like she had a reason to go. If For me, it felt like because she knows the stigma is attached to going to therapy. Normally, it's like, you've got something wrong with you. You need help. Mm. She goes. And as the story goes on, you see her become more comfortable. You see her open up. You see her... Under self, understand herself more. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel like therapy, mm-hmm. therapy is a way, I think, to help you. And I'm sure there's probably other ways, but it's a way to help you get to understand yourself more, I think. I feel like, we're, like I said, we'll always know ourselves to a certain point. Do you get what I'm saying? But as you have more experiences, you're going to discover selves about yourself that you didn't even know was there. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? So it's like, of yeah. course we're... We are going to know ourselves to like our core. We're going to know our characters. We're going to know characteristics, sorry, our values, morals, etc., and all that stuff. But I just think, from a real bird's eye perspective, like the only person who really knows you is God. 
period mm. Mm. you get what I'm saying like period like yes you know you but until you've gone through the full cycle of life until you get to the end of this life cycle at that point you can be like cool I've known myself because I've now experienced everything I can on this earth plane. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then you can put all of that into a bag and, and then have a perspective on that. But I just feel like when you look at it from a true bird's eye perspective, like there's, you're, you're going to find out new things about yourself and everything that you experience, which is why that you should let go of fear and experience new things. Because that is how you discover yourself. Yeah, I think that's true. I agree. Oh, so Tasha, going to go back to Vegas and go on that ride, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let it go of the fear. Go back to Vegas and go on that ride. <laughs> um, I was probably overthinking the fear at that time. And actually now I'm probably like, it's not the worst thing in the world. You can obviously do it. Yeah. yeah. No, 100%. I think generally as a friendship group, we are all quite fearless, I think. Like, I think if three of us were like in a situation and say like, I would say Tasha would probably be the most scared and then it, me, I don't. I, I'm speaking very general, like generally here. And then me and Rochelle, I'm not quite sure. It depends on the circumstances. I feel like with the support of each other, we would do whatever what needs to be done, and that fear would be letting go of. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I feel like for me, when I turned 25, that's something I really wanted to um to shake. That's that's something I really wanted to let behind, like leave behind. Because I feel like essentially. You're always going to have fear. You're always going to come into um, situations and circumstances that make you feel scared. But fear can hold you back. So I feel like, what what for you guys then did you leave behind, whether it was intentionally or not, when you turned 25? Self-doubt. Like, I think since I've turned 25, I've been a bit more um, conscious of pushing myself to do things that maybe before Mm. I felt like I wasn't good enough or ready to do yet. Rather mm. like just jumping in with both feet rather than being hesitant about things, especially career wise. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that's based on sort of confidence that I've got being older now, like certain confidence I wouldn't have when I was like nineteen, twenty. Now I feel like I'm a completely different person in that space. Yeah. When you said that in my head I was thinking straight away, I was like career. Because we've had quite a few conversations where you're like, oh, Shan, they've asked me to do this. Or I've got to speak in front of all these people. And I'm like, what? What, what the <laughs> hell? That sounds so scary. And I'm like, Tash, how did it go? And you're like, oh, it was sick. It was fine. It was, do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, definitely. There's there's definitely been a, an element of me pushing myself more and not doubting myself as much as I probably would have done years or months ago. Mm-hmm. What do you think, me? Um, I think it's a tricky one to like put into like one word, but I think, um, I think a lack of like self-acceptance, kind of similar to what Tash said, but just like truly like accepting myself. Cause although like we, we, I feel like we're generally people are quite self-aware and we do do like the self-care or the self inner self-work to know ourselves. I also feel like sometimes you don't know where you fit because there's so many, there's, there's so many layers to like who I am as a person, so many layers that sometimes Mm. even I get confused. Do you get what I'm saying? And it's like really actually, really actually acknowledging that actually it's okay to be multifaceted. You're, Mm -hmm. it's okay that you like to, I don't know, smoke weed 
but also you you have spiritual beliefs do you get what mm-hmm, I'm saying mm-hmm, or it's yeah. a, or, and sometimes it's also okay to accepting it's always okay to not have the answers because I'm always someone who I'm like everything happens for a reason duh, 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 duh. like for me it has to make sense do you get what I'm saying but also accepting that it doesn't actually have to make sense at times especially not right now do you get what I'm saying so it's just yeah. like yeah I just feel like for me it's been yeah just letting go of like the lack of self-acceptance and just knowing that I am me and I am whole. Uh, I don't have to fit into a box. I can create my own mm-hmm. box. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, and the real ones will will see me and make me feel seen, make me feel heard. And I think that's so important. The idea about being multifaceted is something that's really important to um, like black women and everything we stand for. I guess yeah. the reason why we, we created it was because we wanted to encourage women to know that they could do both. And I think, I think actually the journey that I've been on in creating it and like establishing the brand more is what's helped me to be more confident in who I am. But I, mm. I completely get what you mean. I think it, it shows up on different layers as well. I've even had it, yeah, when it comes to um, reacting. Mm. <laughs> I've had it when it comes to reacting. I think when I was younger, I think I was quite angry, but it didn't show up in a way that it might show up for a guy let's say so I think it kind of it didn't really get addressed do you get what I mean Mm -hmm. but when I think about the way I would respond to certain things I was very I was probably also hormonal to be honest and I'm naturally Mm -hmm. moody but I feel like I was angry the way I would respond to to things the way I would deal with certain people in certain situations I would never deal with that now do you get what I mean yeah but then now I feel like I'm almost on the other end where I'm I, I sometimes worry that I could be taken for a dickhead because I'm I'm too like I have a level of, I feel like my compassionate understanding can sometimes be too much. So sometimes I find myself in situations where I'm like, which Jan is going to show up? Mm-hmm. The unhealed version of her where she's angry mm-hmm. or the understanding version of her where she's just going to like actually take it for what it is and just move on. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. But actually, how about accepting that? Why does the compassionate side, i.e. vulnerable side of Rashan, have to be the unhealed version? No, the unhealed version was the angry side. Oh, okay, got ya, got ya. Yeah. Wouldn't it depend on though, like the circumstance or like, and this is the why of who's involved. Perfect point. You say you know yourself. So if you know yourself, you you have to know your intuition. Do you get mm. what I'm saying? I know you have a very close relationship with God, right? Like, generally, the right Shan is going to show up. You don't have to question that. That shouldn't even be a question. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like your intuition speaks loudly to you. God speaks loudly to you. So in any situation where you don't just know, then there's a reason. And if you don't, if you can't figure out the answer, let's just say we're talking about good or bad. If mm-hmm. you can't figure out the answer, it's, it might not be good. But yeah. then also, but then also you might have to sit and observe the situation for a little bit longer. Do you get what I'm saying? But ultimately your intuition is going to in- indicate which Shan's going to show up. Mm. But both are valid. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. truth is some people are undeserving respectfully, like honestly. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, they really are. They really I are. Hate that, though. At least the truth is that everybody needs a compassion. Yeah, hold yeah, it no, down. No, <laughs> Save it for a rainy day. Yeah, no, we keep it real on it. Like, of course, we want to. We like. I think acting with compassion and like being a bigger person and leading with love is super important, especially in today's society. We need more people of it. We need more vulnerability. 
However, some people just don't deserve it. And that's okay too, though. Do you get what I'm saying? There's polarity in everything. But something that I've been thinking about a lot, yeah. Um, and it's it's jarring because how do I even say it? I would even go as far as saying something that I feel pressured about, but I can ca- categorically tell you nobody is pressurizing me. <laughs> but something I feel pressured about is like having a family. Or like I know why you said that. Setting settling down. Why do you think I said that? <laughs> Why are you laughing? Ah, <laughs> uh, I know reason. No, the reason why, because I feel that pressure as well. But this, let me tell you my theory. My okay. theory this is for me or for you. I feel like this could apply to the three of us, and okay. maybe because I have my theory, so we'll go. We'll both do it. Yeah, and maybe other people resonate also. But I feel like my theory is we basically up until like twenty five. I feel like we was all miss independent. Don't leave mum for nothing. Oh my god! I'm happy to be the rich auntie. I don't least have a problem. Yeah, literally, yeah. <laughs> and then we realise we get 25 and we realise shit, life ain't shit. And the reality situation is, I don't want to do this shit by my damn self. Therefore, yeah. I do want a husband and family. And then all of a sudden, everyone around you's getting married in your age range because obviously we have friends that are older than us as well. And I'm technically mm-hmm. a year older than you guys. Um. Anyways, um, <laughs> I was gonna start the podcast in ages, and I was like, "Let me not be rude. Let me not be rude." And then you have all these people around us that are getting married, and then you just, and then with kids, and then you just feel like because now, like, if someone tells you you're pregnant at our age, it's, it's totally like they're adulting. It's totally fine. Whereas, like yeah. three or four years ago, we still would have been like, "Oh, she's a he's a baby." Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Now it's like, oh, okay, like yeah, cool, like adulting isn't it so I feel like we just it's weird we the switch goes on and then it's this pressure of like oh my gosh like but ladies your life can change in a year that's all I'm saying so just keep working on yourself and yeah that was like a very triggering I've never thought about it in that way (laughs) very very it's true it's me like you said you literally said probably what I've been thinking and feeling but just not in that way but it's extremely triggering because I think yeah. it's true yeah I, I think it's well I've always said oh, I'm gonna be the rich aunt I'll come back I'll be on a yacht I'll come back I'll give on their presents I'll do what I did da, 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 da. me saying that it felt like that that looks like and felt like to me in my imagination freedom and the idea of being yeah. like in a relationship didn't really look like that mm-hmm. do you get what I mean it's not until yeah. I've gotten older and I've seen more I've been able to understand relationships more. Mm-hmm. And I've also been able to see more of a variety of relationships that I'm like, actually, I can be the rich aunt and the rich wife married to a rich husband. Do you get it? Um, I didn't really yeah. I didn't really understand that before. And also I learned in therapy that I have a trauma response, which is ultra independency. So I think I focused heavily on like uni, college, working, saving, all these things because for me to feel safe or for me to feel secure, I had to I had to reach a peak of like independency where I don't have to rely on anyone. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. And it wasn't until I was in therapy where I was like, okay. Remember, but the woman told me that I was like, Well, you got me in a chokehold. Mm-hmm. And she was and, and at, at, at that point I've tried to slowly this was nearly a year ago when she told me this. And at that point I've tried to slowly like just trust people a bit more, like allow people to do things for me a bit more. Because before mm-hmm. I didn't really like it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like asking someone for help or or enforcing boundaries, which which is technically still help, it's help for yourself. Um, it was a challenge. Do you get what I mean? Like if someone 
yeah, it was just a, it was just a real big challenge. But I feel like now I've been able to drop that narrative. Like you can be independent and be in a relationship, but depending on the type of man that you're with, it's going to be very conflicting. Mm. But I feel like that's also important as well. Like you both need to. There needs to be a degree of both of you being independent. Yeah, and I feel like everyone needs to establish their roles within the relationship, which, by the way, look very different for every relationship. FYI. Mm. And I feel like, yeah, once you establish your roles in the relationship, then I feel like those roles should be expected. Because again, I feel like in this new age stuff, like the roles have completely switched. Like men are super emotional now. Mm -hmm. Men don't want to pay for shit. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know what's going on with like, mate, that it's not for me personally, but I just, (laughs) it's really not. So you can count me out of that, all right? But I feel like, as I said, everyone needs to establish their role and everyone needs to be happy with their roles in that relationship and everyone should just Mm -hmm. play their role and and that's how it should work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Literally. So if that means that you're the independent woman and he still pays for everything, then great. Or if that means that, you guys go 50-50, whatever, whatever works for your relationship. Me personally, I need a provider. My money's for me and my children. But, you know, again, whatever rocks your boat. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, I think 25 and relationships could be a whole nother episode, respectfully, because, whoo, yeah. yeah. There's a lot to unpack. There's a lot to unpack on relationships and love and I feel like we have time to dive in okay (laughs) that was for you to dive Uh, okay one second I'm just gonna have to swim (laughs) (laughs) wait this and that is an example that little free awkward four seconds has been an example of love in your 20s literally that that was a prime example, learning how to swim. And what I would say is knowing yourself is so paramount in your relationships. Like mm. it's so, so paramount. And I feel like one thing I am grateful for is that all, will, and this is not even just romantic relationships. Also, I'm talking about friendships, like sisterhood, mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff. I feel like one thing I do know is that the more that you show up as yourself, the more you really see who's real and you really mm. see who's actually there for you. Do you get what I'm yeah. saying? Differently. Mm-hmm. And whilst you continue to wear that mask, you're never going to know who's really there for you because they like the mask. Mm. Oh, please. Please. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? Please. And guess what? Sometimes we like the mask too because it's comfortable. It's true. It's but true. It can also be draining though. Oh, it's more, and that's what I was going to say. That that analogy, you just get off the mask, I feel like I can definitely relate to it, but more on the, the draining side. So what, I've, what I think I've been doing for the last 12 months is, I don't even think I consciously realised I was putting on the mask, but people that I, I clocked I was wearing a mask for, I had to get rid of. Because mm-hmm. if I can't be around you and be authentic, then it's not a safe space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's no point in me being around you and having to think. Like, why, how can I be around you? I've got to think about every little thing. <laughs> like, yeah, what the hell? Exactly. It's, it's emotionally okay. draining. Like, like you, you leave work. Obviously, I enjoy my job and everyone here enjoys what they do. But equally, when you're switching off, you want to be able to switch off, innit? And mm-hmm. just chill. I don't have yeah. to switch off and then switch back on again in a different, in a different mode. Like, no one wants to have to do that. Yeah, it's yeah, true. It's true. It's so true. No, I definitely, I definitely agree. 
it's rough, but it's also beautiful as well. Do you know what, actually? We can do this. Takes the pressure off of everyone from going into dating woes. Um, so me and Tasha, the other day, we had a little sit down and we wrote down our deal breakers, our wants and our debatables. Yeah. In a relationship. So we wrote this down because we're now we've now hit 25. I thinking about like serious relationships. But we actually wrote this ages ago. Maybe when we was like 21, I think. And I'm, I, we don't have that one to be able to compare it. But what do you what do you think would be on your list, Lee, if you was to make one? Oh, and obviously, but you haven't we haven't got time to like edit and and go back and all of that stuff. So okay. I know this isn't going to be an exhaustive list, but what do you think would be if you could have free? Let's do it as free. If you could have free wants, free deal breakers, and free debatables, what would they be? Um, so once they have to be willing. Like I need a man who's willing, and the reason why that's important is because the tides are going to turn in life and in our relationship. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. At some point. So I need to know that you're willing to be open-minded to do whatever needs to be do to write to be done, sorry, to ride that wave. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So willingness, I think, is very important in terms of a characteristic. Oh, this is very shallow, but you need to be tall. Like I don't think that's shallow. Yeah, Why should you yeah. say on life if someone who it's not it's not like you're saying that anything's wrong with a, a man who is short on an yeah, individual true, level. True, true. You're just saying that for your your preference. Yeah. yeah. How you imagine your wedding photos to look? The man is a bit taller than you. <laughs> yeah, That's and okay. It's more, it's more just because I need someone to be able to pick me up. All right. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> the tall. next episode is 25 and having sex. <laughs> <laughs> another one, and uh, let me make it quick. Another one is. Um, someone who is a hustler I think it's Mm -hmm. really really important because I need to know that I need someone to be on my level or above and I'm a hustler so yeah meet me like that so that's that anyway um deal breakers are someone with a big ego I'm really sorry I can't deal with big ego men it's just not for me some women find it attractive but not for me What's a big ego? Like a guy that'll be like, like a guy who's bossy. There's no because there's. Di- Let me give an example. Yeah, I was like, when I was like, this is ages ago. I was at uni and this guy was trying to talk to me and I was ignoring him. And then he shook his car keys in front of me because oh his car God. was a BMW. I literally said to him like, "What are you trying to show me? That the logo on your thing? Like we both drive. I don't care what car you drive." So like in that instance, I would say that like, he was bossy. Is that the same thing? Yeah, I feel like, yeah, but there's like, there's different levels to it because someone could have like, someone could have quite a big ego, but Mm -hmm. also be very subtle with it. And then you can have people like the example you give where someone's trying to like, obviously show off or like, just do, you know, just do too much. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, the sort of guys that like think they're super nice and then they try to talk to you and then they're rude after they're big mm. ego men and that's why they react like that because their ego's hurt and they don't know how to manage it and actually just yeah, lack yeah. any form of emotional intelligence or control. But anyway, we pray for you, black men. Um, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Honestly. <laughs> but yeah, big ego is a no, is a deal breaker for me. Um, and also, I- I've been scared to say this. Say it. I think it's something that I've decided that I don't want and I don't want anyone with kids like amen that's not yeah I I feel like I've been scared to say it for a long time and I feel like Mm -hmm. 
I feel like it's actually okay for me to say it. And I'm, it doesn't Absolutely. mean, and again, this could change, you know, I, it could be, I can meet someone tomorrow and fall in love and they got a child. But I just think mm-hmm. for me personally, I'm 26 and I've intentionally not had a child because I want to have a child under the right foundations if I can help it. Do you get what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And so far, I don't think I've, I've experienced anything that's warranted a child, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I feel like I deserve to have that experience that I envision for myself. Why not? Mm-hmm. Um, debatable. Someone who, someone's below who's below like six foot. Debatable. Hate this girl. Someone who is very still much on their journey because, like, in terms of who they. Cause like I feel like we want we in in our mind we want men who are like ready made if that makes sense which mm-hmm. normally have all the things that are on our want list but sometimes we might meet someone at our journey who's not quite there but he's willing enough to get there do you get it mm-hmm. so yeah so I feel like someone who's still very much on their journey I don't care if they're not a million yet millionaire yet you're probably not going to get there until I'm by your side do you get what I'm saying so then <laughs> <laughs> and then um, the last one would be. Um, uh last one. Oh, if you ate me guys i don't eat meat but i would still consider you <laughs> if he ate me oh if he ate me is it but would that make it would that make a um difference to you at all what if he ate me like if someone ate me would you be like Ew. um i wouldn't be like ill but it's not as exciting really it's not as exciting if they ate me why because it's like our dietary requirements are completely different. Like, for example, what if he wants to go to a steakhouse? Sis, I ain't, I, what am I going to a steakhouse for? To have chips? The side salad. No, I'm joking. Yeah, obviously, <laughs> and obviously I would if I have to, but it just, makes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it just mm-hmm. makes the experience so much more, like, fun. Like, I can do things like we can share each other's food at the table. I can't tell you the last time I should have played with someone because it's got meat on it. Yeah, I actually hate you. I actually, you know or I mean? do you know what it is? It's like, if because I don't eat meat, but I eat fish. If I'm cooking food and I'm with someone, I have a family, and I could be cooking everything different. Mm-hmm. I'm personally too lazy to be doing that. So if I'm a vegetarian in my household, um, <laughs> but yeah, and, and another reason why it's exciting as well, just because people do, people have different dietary requirements for different reasons. So that that the intention behind it is also what makes it what makes it interesting. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which might, which means we might connect on a deeper level if you, if me and you don't eat meat for the same reasons, and my reasons aren't because of the animals. Put it that way. Respectfully, we love the animals, but yeah. But anyway, yeah, yeah mine, mine definitely aren't for them, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I would say my three um, deal breakers would be someone with bare kids. Can you specify bare? Uh, like more than one, someone with more than one child. That's an absolute, we're not, I'm not going to discuss that. Um, someone who's shorter than me, I've been there, overlooked that, not doing that again. Um, and someone with poor financial literacy. Because I feel like you can have a guy that has money, but they can't spend money or save it. And I don't want to randomly come home and my house is being repossessed because we decide to buy a house together and you're now doing Louboutin to look good on the gram. So yeah, that's not going to work. And then for my free, if I was to choose free once, um, this is one that I actually only really wrote down when I was talking to Tash the other day. So I'll tell you someone who's attentive. 
Um, mm-hmm. And I think because I overthink a lot, I actually need that. <laughs> so I feel like that's even like on an essential level. I, I think I really need that. Um, yeah, that's, I, I agree with you on that, actually. Even for What, myself. for me? Yeah, for, for you, but also for myself. Yeah, I feel like I need that a lot. Um, and then I, I need someone who's ambitious. I feel like sometimes we, do, we don't appreciate that. Not that your man and your friend needs to have the same qualities, but in the same way you wouldn't have whatless friends or you wouldn't have friends that are going to drain you or drag you down. It's in the same way that my partner needs to be like that. It would be hard for me to fall short with my close friends, even using you two as an example, mm. because you two are both ambitious. So I couldn't come to you and be like, oh, I'm going <laughs> to... I'm just gonna like not apply for this job. I'm just gonna chill. I'm just gonna do that because you guys would be like, why not? Like yeah. you, you guys, you, you, you both individually, whether it's explicitly or just for me to observe and what you do, push me to do further. And I feel yeah, like yeah. I need that from somebody else. And it doesn't have mm-hmm. to be that he sits down and does a, a career map with me. I don't need that. But I just need to be with someone who wants to get it as much as I do, or we share similar passions or similar dreams, so that I can be motivated at home as well. Mm-hmm. Um. And then my last one, I wasn't going to say this, but probably God-fearing. That'd be my my last one. Yeah. I just feel like... I get why you said that. Yeah. I think I've always said God-fearing or spiritual. I'm probably still open to to both. Mm -hmm. But I think it's important for there to be something there. Because I feel like everyone's got their something. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. It might be spirituality. It might be God. And it might be alcohol. Mm. Yeah. But it's important to know what your thing is and I it, it just wouldn't work if god forbid someone passed away and I'm, I want to pray and then you're going to drink that's not an environment yeah. I want to raise for my children and it's yeah. fine for some people but it's just not fine for me um yeah. and then a deal breaker I can't think of three right now about making this long but I, I'm not a deal breaker a debatable um I'd probably say is whether they, whether or not they live alone because I feel like because I now live alone I understand how important that is in terms of like independence and getting to know yourself. And that's a good one. All of that sort of stuff. <laughs> and I think I want someone else who can match that. But it's not for that's me to be like, oh, they live at home with their mom. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to be with them. Mm-hmm. But I need to understand your living arrangements at home. Like, does mummy still make your dinners every night? Does mummy yeah. also wash your clothes? No, and yeah. also, mummy not, wake you up for work. Like, respectfully, we're not creeping around no parents' house and all. Like, I am grown. I pay my own bills. I pay my own taxes. Absolutely. Like, yeah, I can't be pay, doing that. Pay for us to go somewhere then, but I'm not creeping in no one's mum's house. Come on, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, no, I'm not. Sh- she's sleeping. I don't care. Hello, bitch. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Let her not. No, I'm joking. No, I wouldn't call anyone's mum a bitch. But do you get what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. want to do that. And I feel like living alone doesn't even have to be literally like just you. You might have a shared accommodation a because that's expensive. Yeah, exactly. yeah. that's fine their level of independence is really important yeah I agree. and living alone i think says a lot about a person in that realm and also someone who enjoys living alone as well and enjoys being alone yeah fact. yeah Some people don't like them odd spirits <laughs> <laughs> they're not like themselves <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true. And every minute, every minute, you gotta be around them. Do you know what yeah. I need to add to my deal breaker as well? Let me add underneath this one. It's clingy. Let me yeah. breathe. Gosh. <laughs> nah, listen. You think, yeah? People think, oh, I want a guy that gives me attention. I want a guy. Da, da, da. Try it. Try it. It's yes, hard work. Yeah. It is hard you, work. You're, you're saying you're on the phone. You're on the phone to Tash and asking you for how long? Excuse yeah, but- me. Chan, you know, you know that I agree with that point. No, seriously, <laughs> leave me to be, let me be me. Let, just leave me now. Leave me. 
Yeah. No, it's too much. I need to add that to our list, Tasha. The official list needs to have they like being by themselves. Well, or just... even or even can sit in silence. Like, do you know what I love, yeah? yeah? We can be in the same room and not be talking. Yeah. That's absolutely okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I've been with someone before where that was a very big deal. It was very uncomfortable for them. And I felt like I had to compromise myself a lot. Mm, and yeah. again, it goes back to what we were talking about before, about like the mask, because where I might have needed to switch off after work, I was unable to, because I had to constantly be alert to entertaining this yeah, person like I'm a clown. Yeah, yeah. And actually yeah. just sit down and watch EastEnders. Do you get it? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. Let my leg be over yours and we can talk after. I, like, know, I need half an hour. I love a like sit in silence, but we'll have small gestures here and there. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, a small gesture can be a little touch. A small gesture can be, do you want a tea? Do you know what I mean? A small gesture is, do you want that? Do you know? Do you want me to light a candle? I don't know something. I might stroke your beard. Yeah, <laughs> something. But I feel like for me, silence. That there's actually a beauty in silence. Actually, oh, and comfortable and, silence as well. Yeah, like and yeah, man. Like and and that's when you can really connect to someone and feel someone's energy. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. there's no way in this life when I'm talking half the time or communicating not even talking but communicating communication comes in many forms but it's draining do you know what i'm saying yeah so it's yeah. nice to be able to comfortably sit in silence um and just chill with your with your friend oh look at us hours i could do this for hours <laughs> no why is she even doing the snaps oh my days you started doing the snaps but it's true though it's actually true it's actually true what 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 would be your free tash um so i'll start with once so the first one the very first one and i don't know or black it's black it's black (laughs) (laughs) i'm not gonna lie i don't know where it's come across shadow but i think it's it's there's there's explanation behind it not just black but i think for me culture is important like I need to be with someone who has a similar culture to what I have so that, mm-hmm. you know, we have that in common and we probably vibe a bit better. And like even wider families, like about bringing two families together and just make sure that everyone's sort of on the same culture. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I'd imagine if not, then there might be a clash of cultures and I really don't want to do that. Um, <laughs> and then I put, I put, I, I didn't really know what word to, to use. So I've got three, but it's, it's one of them. I put supportive, accepting, and also secure, but I think actually more so the secure element because I mm-hmm. think for me, stability is a really big thing. Like I need to feel stable. I need to provide stability for my future family. I need someone that's going to want to do that as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think secure is a good word because it encompasses everything. That like, if someone who is secure, that is a secure man, that's in career, that's in finances, that's, that's, mm. in, that's in themselves. Do you get what yeah. I mean? So yeah. I think that's a really, really good one, actually. And then I've put ambitious with career goals because I feel like I'm incredibly ambitious and I can't be with someone who's just settles for, like, basic standards. I can't be doing that. That would drive me mad. That's <laughs> just so funny. She said, that would drive Tasha said I want to be in business class on every trip, okay? <laughs> Amen. Deal breakers. I've I've gone straight and I put kids. I can't. I I don't think I could be with someone that has children. I think for me, it's a personal choice. I would want the experience of having my first child to always be their first experience. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and also I don't know if I'm I'm not that type of person. I'm not gonna lie. I can't be second 
best. I can't play second to your children. I know it's one of funny. I can't do it. No, I hear it. No, I agree. To the baby and your and yeah. the mum and the child, respectfully. Like, no, it's actually too, cause you're, forget it. I think as well, the dynamic's very different. Like, I remember, yeah, I was with someone and they had a child and I thought I had PCOS, yeah? So polycystic ovary syndrome. And part of that means that you can have difficult... For some people can mean you can have difficulties having children. Mm-hmm. And I remember feeling really, really shit for months when as I was doing my assessments because I was like, if I can't have kids... Will never be a family, and they will never understand how I feel because they've already got kids. Yeah, and it was mm-hmm. like, and mm-hmm. that situation made me realize the um, the significance or the the advantage of being with someone who's also like you and coming into it without kids because the experience okay. is going to be different. The way you approach it would be different. Like someone who hasn't got kids but want kids might be like, okay, let's look at freezing your eggs or let's look at adoption, and yeah. they're going to take that seriously. Whereas if you've already got kids, you might be like, oh well, you don't really need to adopt because well, you know, we've got a little Joey. Uh-huh. Do you get what I mean? And it's like, my yeah. little Joey ain't my little Joey, really. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, and I hear it. I hear it. Yeah, no, I think you're right. But yeah, I just feel like, for me, it's more so like, I really got to this age and have consciously not, like, consciously not had kids. Therefore, I need someone who actually sees themselves in the same, yeah, in, I feel like I've spoke a lot. And Tash was speaking, so go ahead, Tash. <laughs> My leg deal breaker. I put, I've put no savings, but not for the, like the financial element, but more for like the discipline element. Like, is Aaliyah and also it? it ties. Aaliyah, you know? How can the girl say no savings? she wow. said no pocket boy around me. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like from from a from a behavior like a discipline a behavior point of view. I, I know, I get like, that. Yeah. But then also it probably ties into that sort of stability and that secure element because yeah. if shit hits the fan and we find ourselves in a situation, you can't be looking at me to save your ass. We need to do it together. Yeah. Especially because you're very yeah. good with money and you've always saved. It's actually very true. Because I don't want to... No, that's actually rude. <laughs> <laughs> say it. It's the same space. It's the same. I was going to say, I don't want to meet nobody, nobody's son and we teach them how to save because I feel like that's a, that's a very much a basic skill. True. Um, I feel like you can't be 25 and not have had to save for something. Even if it's your driving lessons, what have you not saved for? Do you, even if to go on your first holiday, like what have you not? I feel yeah. like the person that I'm going to, the people that I could be potentially compatible with, it's impossible for them to not know how to save. Because I need someone, for example, who, like, who sees the importance of traveling. Or, like, loves to travel as much as I do, ideally. You yeah. need to save to go on holiday. But I think the bigger picture is, is someone who's willing to make a sacrifice. Because the lifestyle you guys intend to be living might not necessarily require you to save, per mm. se. Because your your coins are going to be rolling. And hopefully your husband will mm-hmm. be too. But it, it will require sacrifice in some capacity. Which also kind of aligns with having discipline. Does that make yeah. sense? Um, I feel like they have to be willing to make certain certain sacrifices for you to be able to build the legacy that you guys yeah. want to build. That's true. That's a good point. Um, Do you know what I mean? And then my last one, I've I've said shorter than me. I, I never, never want to be with a guy that's shorter than me. Tasha said it twice. She I, said, I, 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 I never. Me and Tasha had never. nearly the same thing, by the way. And we're both 
Tash is a Scorpio rising. I'm Scorpio. Okay, so calm I'm down. <laughs> and I'm Roshan rising every morning. What the hell? <laughs> you guys have the same thing. No, no. <laughs> That's interesting. Anyway, we can write our full list and share it in the group chat. Okay? Okay. Thanks for listening, guys. Don't forget to like, share, rate, and subscribe. All that good stuff. And if it's your first time listening, you can contact Dope Black Woman on Twitter and Facebook at Dope Black Woman and Instagram at Dope Black Woman 1. Bye.